Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode number 28 of the Fresher and Parlance show. 28. 28. I am Parlance. And I'm Fresher. So welcome to the show. Uh, uh, I, well, I, th- I thought you were going to... I thought there was going to be an epic... You got to explain all of the topics we're doing today in your uh, epic voice. Oh, yeah. Today we'll be talking about catastrophes, ground wars, earthquakes... Uh, earthquakes. <laughs> that just sounds like a robot. Yeah, you gotta. Yeah, that's pretty good. Earthquakes, downed planes, Halle Berry, boysenberries. <laughs> that just sounds like blueberries, <laughs> strawberries, tomatoes, good looks, bad looks, radio stations, Tom all of Room, the thing. All Call, of the thing. Call of Duty, YouTube, the Internet of Things, Madonna. <laughs> now you sound like Jeopardy listing off, <laughs> listing off the category. <laughs> the Internet of Things for 200. In 1943, the Internet was called radio. I'm sorry, I'm a little tired, and my jokes, are, I think, are going to be a little bit tired, so I apologize in advance for episode number 28. I mentioned, uh, what's the difference? Your jokes are always tired. Hello. True enough. True enough. Which is why, people, if you're on the East Coast, you should be tuning in. I will put you to sleep with my tired jokes. <laughs> That's tiring jokes. Yeah. That's like messing up a nauseous and nauseated. <laughs> uh, so anyway, how was your week, Mr. Fresher? My week was all right. It was too hot. Today we had some clouds. And it was a little bit cooler, and I thought it would last the whole day, but then it got sunny and hot again. No, thanks. It is approximately 143 in my in this room right now. I believe it. It's and not that hot here because I'm in the basement, but humidity 98. Real feel, as we like to call it in the biz. I don't know <laughs> if you know. Real feel. Yeah, 195. It's crazy. I could, literally, I could literally cook eggs on my shoulder right now. On your sh- <laughs> on your Italian shoulder? <laughs> yeah, Italian. I, could, I, could, I could fry eggs on my shoulder and cook kielbasa between my chin, between my, my <laughs> chin fat. <laughs> That's bad. But I did get to some uh, two days of pool going in an outdoor my friend's pool, which was fun. Drinking so beer you- in a pool on a floaty. So wait, your friend has a pool? Well, I mean, if they're apartment building, yeah. Like a real pool? Like an outdoor pool that overlooks the Lake Elliot or whatever. Or Elliot Lake. Yeah, it's Lake Elliot. Elliot Bay? No, because it's not Elliot Bay. South Lake Union? Oh, Lake Union. Lake Union. Okay. Lake Union, Lake yeah. Names, that's, that's pretty nice. you got to sit yeah. in a pool. It is nice. So I had a pool. When I first moved here, our apartment complex had a pool, but I never used it And then because it was never really nice out those couple years that I was here. And then it got nice out, and people started using the pool, and it was never fun. Just because there were other people there? Yeah, just other people were in the pool. Oh. This pool is really cool because uh, there's, like, community floaties, and uh, all the people there are really nice and, like, cool to hang out with. And it's not too full. Maybe, like, four or five other people in there at a time. Not too bad. Is there a hot tub as well? There's no hot tub. And the pool is sometimes kind of heated, so I went yesterday, and it was hot out, but, like, the water was a little colder, so, like, it took more getting used to than than uh, the previous time I had gone, and it was warmer. So here's how I what I find about pools. If it's warm out and the pool is warm, like hot, 
Yeah. So you, when you come out, you're cooler. But yeah. if it's cold and then you come out, you're warmer. That's my that's the strategy. So I prefer a warmer pool. So when I come out, I'm cooler. But from an initial like refreshing feeling, I prefer just jumping in a cold pool. Yeah. Not too cold then. No. Like cold. have you gone swimming in the sound? Because that's cold. Uh, I've gone in with waders. I've gone up to my knees, but I've never actually dunked my head. Oh yeah, it's pretty cold. I think it's like constantly 55 or something. Yeah, it probably gets a little warmer in the summer. I think it depends on where you are in the sound, probably. I, I mean, yeah. Hood, I hear the Hood Canal gets pretty warm. That's cool. In other news... In other uh, news... What else happened this week? I moved my um, production facility into my semi-newly renovated lab area in my basement. So for people who are watching, uh, I can zoom out a bit, and you can see my um, setup of... I moved the same kind of screen down, so I have the same feel. I have my uh, 3D printer over here. I could do some demonstrations now that I have a better setup, but... I still prefer to have the classic, just me. Yeah, but yeah I'm, I'm excited. New space. I prefer. I like that. It's like revealing <laughs> the, ma the magic curtain behind you. Yeah, and um, I got the green screen to work too. Finally, after like 28 episodes, because I talked about it for like the first five episodes, so I can do that. I just didn't have time, so I brought my other screen down. I like it. I like the wooded feel. Me too. I mean, it's great, you know. Become, it's become a part of the show, I'd it like has, to think. I, I think so. I think so. Uh, but, what else happened? I, I like These are two big topics. I think these are good. What else? Uh, let's see. Moves. Let's see. Moves. Some stuff. Did some pooling. It's hot. My laptop still didn't come. Annoying. I got an email from them. But it's been like almost two months. Just an update on that. And, Terrible. Uh, Terrible. You're never getting it. Seriously. I don't know. I guess that's it. Not that super exciting of a week. Probably forgot something. No, it's not too bad. It's pretty good. You did... Uh, what did you do over the weekend? Did you do anything fun there? Or was that, the, was that the pool? That was like a billion years ago. It was a billion years ago. I don't even remember. What did you do over the weekend? Uh, so I had a former co-worker was in town, and he had an engagement party. So I went to that, saw some old friends. Yeah, that was good. Uh, and I had this gentleman, he has a signature drink called the Roy Boy. Is it like signature as in places know it, or he just orders at places? No, he invented it. But like, do places know it? No, I don't think so. so. Then it, I mean, I made drinks too. Yeah, so do you have a name for it? Because if you did, I would... If And it was his house, so I feel like... I did, but I forgot what it was now. Right, his was a Roy Boy, and I think it was ginger beer. Oh, man, I wish I remembered. Dewars, club soda, and bitters. It's pretty cool. Uh, it was pretty oh. good, and I got wrecked. I got wrecked. I was hungover pretty much all of Sunday because of this. And I, did, I maybe had, like, four, four of them, four or five of them. Wow, that is a lot. Yeah. And then Sunday, I went crabbing and fishing at... In Deception Pass, which is a lovely place. I don't Did know. Did you, you catch any crab? We caught one crab, and it was a giant mama, big one. That's what. You, and you kept it? Yeah, we kept it. Sweet. Have you eaten it yet? Well, I gave it to my father-in-law and mother-in-law, oh. 
along with the fish that we caught, and uh, they po- and I said after I dropped him off, um, I said I want to see pictures of the fish stew. Yeah, they, well, you they, don't get to eat it. No, I, they were making it the following day. I'm not going to go back up there on a Monday. This is going to eat all that stew, just them? Yeah, well, I don't know. We only caught three fish and one crab. It's not like a giant... You said the crab was crazy big. Yeah, but a crab doesn't have that much meat on it. I guess. Wait, I'm seeing if I could pick up the, the photo here of the of the fish stew. Do you want to see the fish stew? I would love to see the fish stew. Let's see if I could do this. Let's see. This is like... We're just doing this on the fly. You put it in that thing and then switch screens. We'll see how it works. We'll see if this works. Uh, I'm not super confident that this is going to work. How do, how do I do that again? Like the same way that you do your bottom thirds. Oh, yeah, right. Hold on. Oh, it did something. You're paused-ish. So... Uh... I heard... I was inquiring earlier in the day about your status on bird watching. Also, uh, yeah, but you told me I can't talk about that anymore. Did I? Oh, I mean, maybe before, but why not? I think you I said that. No, you said it. You said it was boring. You said it was boring. boring. But you know, yeah. you haven't talked about it for a while. <laughs> People like it, probably. So here's the fish stew. See if it works. We'll see if this works. This oh, I see it. Yeah. Fish stew. See that there on the, I guess, I don't know, the right side? That's kind of close up Yeah, I don't know how to, that's, unfortunately, that's all I can do. I can't do anything beyond that. You can see the fish in there, and I can see the crab in there a little bit, too. I think I see the fish. Well, the Lots crab is, see, see Oh, the, I see the crab. Yep, see it in there? So that's, that's, that was my hard day of fishing with my wife. That's, that's what they got. Pretty cool. That's, that's a good, good payoff. Yeah, I think so. Great. You give it to your uh, parents or whatever. Yeah, they. I think they. They don't like cleaning it, but I think they like eating it. So I think that's a classic way to be about fish. I don't know anyone who would just like to clean it and not eat it. <laughs> right. Maybe Dexter. <laughs> if it was a criminal fish. Yeah, <laughs> it's criminally delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Being delicious is a crime. Being delicious is a crime. Call me a mass murderer. Um, so, um, yeah. So anyway, um, here's the thing: like people who eat like human, like you know that like animals. Here's the thing: people who eat human. Yeah, people who cannibals. Yeah. Maybe they should just switch over to fish. It's the same thing or dog. Wait, um, people who eat animals should switch to fish. Yeah, well, I'm saying humans. If it's delicious, it's probably more delicious than human. I don't know. Oh yeah, probably. So anyway, I mean, people eat weird stuff. So keeping on the food topic, the following day there's a thing called leftovers, and I began watching the HBO drama. The oh yeah, leftovers. I know. I've been meaning to uh, watch that too. So I'm gonna get into this a little bit. You want to, Do you want? Do you mind? Do it. Wait, are, is it spoiler alert? Spoiler alert! Ah. All right. Yeah, no, that's cool. All right, I won't. I won't spoil it. I won't. You can spoil, spoil it. it. That's fine. No, I won't spoil it. But it better. Here, here's my feeling on this. If it doesn't pick up soon, it's out. Really? Yeah. It's uh-huh. it's super slow. It is super slow. <laughs> I mean, they, it's like they have one thing, and they're just trying to like. What What else can they develop? I well, the the thing is, is that. 
I guess that's kind of how Lost was too. No, it had exactly. It has one thing, but they're not. They're, they're it's so gosh darn slow. <laughs> so gosh darn slow. It's building up to something for sure, but it yeah. needs to. It need. I need something. It needs something. Boom! Boom! Guys. Yeah. Um. So, but I'm gonna I'm gonna hang with it. I'm gonna hang with it. But if it doesn't pick up in two more episodes, so that'd be five total, I'm out. Wait, but are they gonna keep doing it? What do you mean? I mean, like, is it gonna get canceled? Do you think? Uh, even if it was canceled, HBO they usually shoot the full season, so they'll show the whole thing. Oh yeah. But yeah, I yeah, I don't know. We'll see. It's okay. And the concept is interesting, and it's definitely a different take on what we're normally used to. Um, yeah. But may- maybe that's why it's so off-putting to me. Because it's like a personal drama wrapped around kind of like, you know, 2% of the world population disappearing. But a very personal drama in one hometown. They're focusing on one town when the world was affected. So yeah, that's kind of dumb. Yeah, so, but maybe this is where the t- this is where it's at. Maybe this is the reason why they're focusing on this time because big things are to come. Hmm. I don't know. So, like yeah. So then also, this is another show that I've been very excited for, and we talked about this. Uh, I think in our what we're excited for in TV episode, which was probably like six episodes ago. Um, extent or E X T A N T. Extent. Yeah. Um, starring Halle Berry, okay? Uh, it's uh, I believe it's CBS. And the first episode premiered last week. Second episode aired last night. I have not watched episode two. Um, but I have watched the first episode. And this one, I think, has a l- overall larger, better premise. And they're already making it a little bit more interesting than the leftovers in the sense that they're giving you stuff. At least in episode one, they gave you some stuff. Is that also HBO? No, it's CBS. Oh, yeah, you mentioned that. Yeah, also, and... side note, Tom says that you don't sound like a very good fisherman if you're only catching one crab. Hashtag lame. God. First off, you should be happy. We, there, I think there was maybe 20 pots in the water, and I think... Um, <laughs> and I think the most anyone took home was one crab. So you were up there with tied for best fishermen. We were, we were tied for best, yeah. <laughs> but we caught, we caught 15 fish at least. And I only... guess it's just uh, fishermen today that just aren't what they used to be. No, it's the crab population is, is over... It's, it's, it was over-crabbed. We caught a lot of crab. We caught a lot, but you can't catch... You can't keep female, and they have to be How big. How can you tell if it's a female? I don't oh. know. Yeah, so there's a if you were to flip the crab over, okay, so um, and you look on the back of the yeah. crab, the abdomen, like where the like the equivalent of a crab six pack, <laughs> yeah. um, the female is like maybe uh, t- an inch and a half, two inches wide, and a male is like a half inch wide. So do you have to like learn about this stuff to get the license? Well, you have to know how to do it, otherwise you could get penalized. I know, but then, like, you have to get a license, so, like, you'd think that they'd make you know that stuff. Well, there is a rule and regulation book, so here's my advice. If you were to ever go and do this, Mr. Fresher, 
Yes. Uh, uh, do it with me, or do it with someone who's done it before, so you don't make the mistakes. Cool. So now the red rock crab, which is the one, the type of crab we caught. Normally, it's Dungeness. Okay, there's two uh, harvestable, edible crabs in the in the Seattle area, North Pacific Northwest. Dungeness and red rock. Okay. Yeah. And we red rock doesn't have as much body meat as uh, the the Dungeness. But the Red Rock has giant, ginormous claws. Like, I'm talking rip your finger off kind of claws. They're really yeah. bad. I actually have got a... Pinched? Yeah, once I got pinched. I was in Muckleteo on the docks, and, or the, the ferry dock, and um, or the pier, I should say. Saltwater, it's piers. Docks are uh, lakes. Um so the freaking thing, man, I had gloves on, and it didn't matter. It came down, and it ripped through the glove, pinched me. Luckily, I think I had the glove on. Through the glove? Through the glove. It got, yeah. me, it got me right here on, like, the outside of my pointer finger on my left yeah. hand. And that thing, it, it busted open. It turned all purple and red. It was gushing blood. I had to run over to the ferry terminal. Yeah, and see if the lady had any like first aid kit to like plug the bleeding. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. So anyway, uh, red rock crabs you could keep either sex, and I believe it's five inches is the minimum That's size. That's like super specific. Do they? Have, they must have a new book every year. Well, the the they do have a new book every year, but the regulations are pretty consistent. Red rocks you could keep male or female, five inches plus, and then uh, Dungeness I believe uh, is five and. Three quarters, or no, six and a quarter, maybe. I, I'm, yeah. I may be off. I, um, I didn't catch any to measure, so um, that were of size. I did catch one giant female Dungeness crab that would have been legal. I'm just from eyeballing it, but you can't keep a female, so. Mm. Um, so anyway, I uh, did that. That was Sunday, and then uh, I've been on a bit of a trying to be a little leading a little bit more healthier life. I've been doing some. After work, uh, oh yeah, you're you're walking, walking, just doing a little bit of getting the body moving, kind of thing. Kind also, of since it's sunset time and with some good views and it's warm out and whatnot. Yeah. As the Beasties boys would say, body moving, body moving, something, Ain't no something, body moving, yeah. big grooving. <laughs> but back to extent. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah. So uh, extent. So here's the gist of it. Halle Berry is, is a astronaut, which this astronaut organization is sort of like NASA, but it's been privatized and run by the government. Okay, run, it's, I'm sorry, run by a private corporation. She goes and does a uh, six, I think six-month mission by herself, maybe. Yeah. And I think I'm hearing something on your end. Yeah, I was. I sorry. And then uh, she comes back to her husband and her child. Yeah. And she's pregnant. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But it was a only. It was a solo mission. Yeah. So crazy shit went down. On the there was a solar flare, and then her ex. I guess it was her boyfriend from like twenty years ago showed up. Yeah. And uh, it was sort of like a hallucination or whatever. And when, but she realized that, like, during the solar first, so she went and she deleted all the camera files and footage. Yeah, I think I saw this uh, preview. So it's basically, like, an alien thing or something, kind of. Right, so she looked at the... We saw the video footage before she deleted it, and it was a hallucination, even though she saw it. But yeah. she deleted it. She came back, and then there's this weird... Um, 
kind of like agency guy who's like essentially this eccentric Japanese entrepreneur dude. Yeah. He's like the Elon Musk, except he's Japanese. And yeah. uh, he's funding the space stuff, and he knows shit's going on up there because there was another astronaut, I guess, like a couple years before another flare happened, and then he killed himself. Oh, really? Yeah. Right. And uh, they, they're they like, the her head, the station head or whatever, the station chief or whatever, that reports to the, the Japanese Elon Musk says, I know... She's lying. And he's like, how do you know she's lying? Because she's so good, she would never make the mistake that she said she made, that deleting the files by accident. Yeah. So he's like, all right, so that makes sense. So then she starts, uh, Halle Berry's back home. Oh, also they have an, a small, her husband, now her new husband, is a uh, scientist, and he's working out of his garage, and he's creating children who are robots. Oh, really? That sounds cool. So they have a robot child who looks like a, uh, a regular child, but... There's something, something's going off because he, he's like showing signs of aggression and also, I believe, killing animals like birds. But it's a robot, right? Right. But is he, he wants, it's essentially like it's a human robot because it has oh, all this the... Is a, this is a series? Yeah, it's like a mini-series, I think. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I would check that out. I, I remember I saw a preview for that. So, if I were going to give you a recommendation for the week... Parlance's picks, as we call it. The PP. Um, the PP, yeah. Um, I don't have a pick for you guys, sorry. I would give I would give uh, I would give Extent a Parlance take a look. Uh, yeah. I, it did look interesting. Leftovers, I'm not giving the I'm not picking that. I'm not giving you a pick on that. I'll suffer through it for you. <laughs> so, so you can give the updates. Yeah, so I could give the. I am. I don't want to say. I'm. The, I was gonna say. I'm the Jesus Christ of. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do it for you. So you don't have to. I haven't even. I've been looking for new shows. The only things I've been watching, which aren't new, are uh, Trailer Park Boys, and um, the Husbands of Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. What What's the deal with the Husbands of Hollywood? You've been talking about this now. I know. I think I talked about that. It's with uh, Kevin Hart. It's pretty funny. Kevin Hart, wait, Kevin Hart is in it? It's like his show. So it's all these, like, it's all Kevin Hart and, like, uh, Robin Thicke and, like, uh, who are the other ones? Um, Robin Thicke, the guy, like, I want it, did it, Yeah, yeah, he's one of the main characters. So it's, like, it's a reality show, but it's fake, but then they just do crazy stuff, like, on the Housewives of Hollywood or whatever. It's it's pretty funny. They're always fighting about dumb stuff and doing investment deals and stuff. I'm liking it. I'm almost done with the second season. So and then, uh, hold, on, boys. hold on, before you go past that. So Robin Thicke, FYI. Yeah. So I just I I've been hearing a lot of grumblings about him lately, and uh, so you know his wife Patton. What's her name? Something Patton. Oh uh, yeah, I don't know. She was, like, good-looking. They met when they were 14. She dumped him. Oh, yeah. No, I mean... Like, like uh, yeah, recently. Very recently. They've been together since they were 14. Well, yeah, I heard because, like, the whole... What's it called thing with, uh... Molly, Miley Cyrus? Yeah. Well, also, there was another photo. Oh, my God. This is so bad. He uh, he was in a club or something, and he, like... Um, they took a picture of him with this girl, 
Yeah. And it looks innocent, but in the background there was a mirror, and if you look in the mirror, there's a reflection, and he's freaking giving a handful of this girl's at, like, grabbing it. Really? Yeah. So apparently he went off the deep end, and he quickly wrote an entire album of yeah. four, 12 or 14 tracks on getting back together with her. That's, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. So he's, in, the, in the show, it's all of them playing themselves, and then they're all married to, like, famous people. So, like, uh, one of them is, um, like, who's uh, Beyonce married to? Jay-Z. No, yeah, no, Jay-Z. Oh, Jay-Z's in it a couple times. But then, uh, oh, man, who's the other one? Well, anyways, it's all famous chicks, and they're more famous than the guys. That's why it's funny. And it's really them. Anyways. It's on Netflix? It is on Netflix. Uh, worth worth checking out? I think so. I think it's funny. So is that your pick of the week? Oh, I guess so. That Bam, got one. Pick of the week. Husbands of Hollywood. Husbands of Hollywood. You heard it here, folks. You heard it here second, or maybe oh, real third. husbands of Hollywood. Real husbands of Hollywood is yeah, fresh. Kevin, oh yeah, it's Kevin Hart, Nelly, Nick Cannon, Boris Kodjo, or whatever, Dwayne Martin, JD Smoove. Well, Nick Cannon's Martin married Nick. to Mariah Carey. Yeah, Mariah Carey. Yeah, so it's got yeah, and then they have a bunch of funny. It's pretty funny. Got it. And now, what was the other one? Trailer Park Boys. Trailer Park Boys. Yeah, it's the Canadian one. It's funny. It's Canadian. That's kind of old, but there's a lot of seasons. Have you seen it? I haven't. I haven't seen it. It's pretty ridiculous. Like, it's funny because it's like they're totally like screw ups, but you know, it's in a trailer park in Canada, so it's a, it's hardcore and not hardcore at the same time. Like, they shoot guns all the time, and they get a... Like, the beginning of every season is them getting out of jail and going back to the trailer park. And then they usually... They'll go to jail at the end of the season, too. Like, they always... Yeah, it's pretty funny. Got it. So, I think we need to talk about the big stuff that happened today and uh, last week. Obviously, Malaysia Airlines. This is your ultimate buy-low opportunity to pick up some Malaysian Airline miles. Yeah. Yeah. I know, that's crazy. Like, it got shot down, like, by the anti-aircraft missile in over Ukraine. Right. So, here's the thing. Uh, I believe there's been seven... Uh, I'm thinking that's super unlucky. It happened to the same airline. I know, and the Prime Minister... I mean, it could have been any airline, really. I know, it's super unlucky. That's what I say. Buy low. Get some miles. Malaysia Airline. You get them cheap <laughs> right now. Two for one. Um, <laughs> so, I think this is the seventh instance where a military... Um, anti-aircraft? An, no, it, it, yeah, well, no, that is a, a, uh, a jet, like a carrying pa- a passenger airline was shot down by a military. Yeah. Or like an insurgency or whatever. Um, it happened during World War II. Nazis shot down a British um, airliner. I heard uh, the most recent one was uh, in Russia. Like, not this one, but before that. I, well, the, in 1983... I thought that one, yeah. The, the Russians shot over a Korean airplane. Yeah. Korean Air Boeing plane. Um, and, again, it was in, quote-unquote, restricted space. But that yeah. one's even crazier because when they shot that one down, there was actually a Republican congressman 
on the really? plane. Yeah, it was just a passenger airline. It just happened to go through um, space, but it also so it was just like bad luck. Yeah. Because the Russian first off, the Russians need to chill out. Chill the fuck out, Russia. Okay. <laughs> Seriously. All right. So um, here here's you know so they shot it down and it was like a total act of aggression. Um, but let's talk about today's incident. So as we know, the Russians took over Crimea, which is part of Ukraine. Yeah. Tensions are high, but there's also these pro-Russian separatists, or essentially um, a fighting force within the Ukraine that is pro-Russia that's fighting against Ukraine. Most people, if not everyone you talk to in the community, uh, like the pol political kind of, you know, in the know, says that these these fighters are backed monetarily and with arms through via Russia. So essentially, even though they're not Russian per se, yeah. they're funded and backed by Russia, okay? So, the, right now, they're saying that the... It was definitely a missile, for sure. It yeah. took it out. Surface-to-air missile took it out. Like, there's no doubts about that. Um, now they just have to figure out and assign blame. Yeah, because so, they... But they said that there was one leader who, like, took blame, even though the highest person in the insurgency didn't, said, like, denied it. So the insurgents, so Russian state media, English-speaking Russian state media, is saying it was Ukraine who did it, okay? Yeah. Probably not. Yeah, because um, the insurgency doesn't have any airplanes, they were saying, so there'd be no reason for anti-aircraft. Well, no, the insurgency, well, good point. That, that um, was what the thing I read said. Right, but the other argument is is that they took a missile, went to the other side, and then, like, to turn the tide and the world against those insurgents, they essentially shot up there, pretended they were the insurgents, and then shot it. Sounds um, complicated. Doesn't sound that complicated. If I could think of it, <laughs> they could think of it. I mean, it doesn't seem like it would work. Well, it would work. So this is how it works. So apparently the U.S. has a capability of analyzing heat signatures and knows yeah. when a miss missile gets shot. Yeah. At any given time, they know when something like this shot. I mean, this thing was 30,000 feet up. This is five miles up. That's like yeah. a, that's a significant... Like it was like a like full-on normal flight airplane. Yes. Um, so uh, they can analyze the data, and with the heat signatures, I guess through heat signatures and speed and velocity and trajectory and shit like that, you could identify what kind of missile it was. So yeah, if you were well, looking... Knew what kind of missile it was, from what I read. Right, so they're saying it's this certain missile, but again, who shot it, why they shot it, it could go many ways. But, um, as Mr. Tom Brew has stated, this could blow up all in Putin's face because he's coming out and saying, we didn't do it, and if it turns out, it comes out that this is kind of like a, the insurgency who's backed by... Um, yeah, Russia. It's just like it's dirty dealings, and there's also apparently a recording of like one of the people commands in the commanders in the field saying, "Hey, we shot down a plane." They thought it was a military aircraft, like a Ukrainian military aircraft. I think it was a mistake. Really. Yeah, I know. I think so too. But, but still, I mean, it happened. It's happened, and it's not excusable, and it's wrong. I know. And they said that if they had been using newer missiles, they could have uh, canceled it, or it would have had the signature that it was a. Uh, civilian aircraft or something like that I was reading. Like, the older missiles didn't have that feature. So, there's that. And then, on top of that, 
plane gets blown up by a missile, and then Israel starts a ground war against the Gaza Strip. Gaza oh, yeah, I know. That's, I saw, been seeing that. Like, did you see that uh, um, Israel totally, like, was uh, shelling some beach and killed a bunch of kids in front of a hotel that was all uh, journalists? So it wasn't... In, so I, I literally just listened to the story on my walk. Um, yeah. They did, in fact, sh- blow up a building not... Not building, next, it was just shelling a beach or something. Not next door. No, it was a building, and then the next one hit these kids on the beach. and they, oh, yeah. they actually, yeah, so, but it wasn't next door to the journalists. It was they near the journalists, um, and they saw it, and then these kids died because they ran from the beach, from the debris, from the building that was going blown up, and they hid behind, like, a dumpster or a canister or something. Yeah. And then the next bomb, missile came, or whatever, shelling came down and blew that those kids up. Oh, yeah. So, uh, fucked up. Yeah. Uh, that situation is really fucked up. So I guess what I want to say is Earth and people of Earth, you, yes. you fucking suck ass. You gotta chill out. You gotta chill the fuck out. <laughs> I know. It's I'm, throw- I'm throwing some fucking peace bombs in your direction, motherfuckers. <laughs> I know. Cable. So, so I don't feel very good about being a human today. Do you? I don't know. I mean, whatever. Eh, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like war. I don't like... People need to chill the hell... Chill the F out. You know what I'm saying? That is true. That is true. I mean, they just need... People need to be less dumb, but... So, I've been seeing more... Look, the last thing I want to do is come out to be pro-Palestinian. Yeah. But, man, those Israeli cops, dude, those, those military people... They are fucked up. I I didn't even know that much about it. Well, here for an example, there was like a kid who was in like I think it was he was a U.S. citizen. Yeah. And I believe it was the Israeli police. I don't know. Maybe it was their military. They just beat the shit out of him and detained him for no reason. He wasn't doing anything. Yeah. And he didn't do anything. And they just beat the shit out of him. It's like indiscriminate beating the shit out of people in the streets right now. And it's crazy. Yeah, so anyway, moving on to... So my my take on this is, as I said, people, chill out. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. All right. So it's crazy. And on. it's all, like, super old, like, conflicts that don't... Like, there's not really any reason at this point anymore. Like, if they just reevaluated why they're fighting or whatever. Right, well, here's the thing. Rivalries. It's it's just like yeah well I mean Israel has only been around since like 1948 maybe like 45 48 after World War Two yeah um, and pretty much displaced a whole group of people who feel like they belong there and the is Israeli kind of like starts settling on the land and people get displaced and penned up and it's not good so I don't know what to say I can't solve it I'm never gonna be able to solve it. People just need to chill the F out. True story. So then, moving on, uh, more about disaster, but this one's more of the natural kind. A new report came out, in the, I think it was yesterday or today, about yeah, earthquakes. Yeah, I think it was today, actually. Yeah, man. It's not looking good for the Pacific I Northwest. Know, I, mean, I already knew that it was the most dangerous place for earthquakes, but like, it's up like 50%. It's not even more chance there's gonna be a major earthquake here. Dude, you look at the you look at the maps and it's like here's the heat map of where where the shit's gonna go wrong. I know, and, right? And and 
and if you look at the U.S., right where we are in this just little <laughs> corner, it's like it's it's like fucking blow up in your face red. Everything that else was the place. So that they had an earthquake somewhere like that never has earthquakes. Oklahoma. Oh, Oklahoma. But that was from, like, fracking or something? Yeah, so fracking, essentially, we we suck. <laughs> we suck ass, okay? And what fracking does is... So you know the process of fracking, right? I guess it's so. Like, it's mean, like shale, shale. It's like shale, and they go down and they shoot chemicals at it, which, like, releases this, like, oil and... Yeah. Yeah. They're just it's, getting oil out of, like, it's not just oil. They're trying to get it out of, like, the rock or whatever. Yeah, shale. Sands. So here's the issue, is that it's fucked up for a number of reasons. People's faucets are essentially spewing out methane. You can really? actually, Yeah, dude, look up. There's some documentaries and there's some news reports in Pennsylvania, West Virginia, all these things where because the chemicals get into the ground and they create these crazy methane pockets, the water table gets completely fucked. And yeah. you, when you start turning on your water, it's essentially gas, and it'll catch on fire. Well, that's insane. It's, no, yeah, un- it's unsafe to drink. You have to, like, use bottled water. You can't drink anymore. And the companies are like, it's not us, dude. It ain't us. Not us. Like, <laughs> I know that's what they always say. Yeah, it's not us. This is why fucking people, you know, Tom is listening right now. He's like, he's, he calls me a communist or a socialist, whatever he wants to call me. I'm reasonable. I understand that people want to make money, but if you fuck up and you're doing shit wrong, and I believe in regulation, I believe in protecting the people over over like the the corporation and the money. Come on, man. It's true. Seriously. And then, so to get on point, what these do is they drill these holes in the ground all over the place like this, and then they shoot the water underneath it. And what is it, it does is it loosens all the ground and it creates like essentially uh, what was once stable ground where maybe there were some um, faults and stuff. It completely yeah. makes them unstable. So now places that were completely normal and completely stable and never had an earthquake in like a thousand years. I know, right? Yeah, that's um, what I thought was weird. Yeah, so now, and of course they're like, well, it's not us. We didn't do it. I know, it. yeah, they deny it. Yeah, so... We so speaking of uh, that, um, there's a guy, and this was making me think of this. Um, and I actually had some a, a fun topic to talk about on this one. So there's a gentleman from Virginia who there's some unclaimed territory in um, between South Sudan, I believe, and Egypt, or I don't, yeah, Sudan and Egypt, I think, uh, undisputed land. And he told his daughter he wanted to make her a princess, so he went over there and shoved a flag in the ground. Yeah. And, and proclaimed himself king. But, like, yeah, and it's legit, right? So it's pretty legit. I mean, it's legit in the sense that it it, it's, it has base, okay? It has merit in the sense that no one lives there. It's undisputed. He's, yeah. a, he's approached both countries and asked for the land. No one lives there. If you look on Google Maps, it's just dust balls. Is it super small? It's super small. So I forget how many square miles it is. Um, you can look at the article I posted to there. Yeah. But anyway... He wants to call it North Sudan, and he has, like, these crazy ideological, I'm going to feed Africa. I'm going to make it a, a a farming region. Meanwhile, this thing is in the middle of fucking nowhere. I don't know. Maybe he could do it. Maybe he can. Tiny. Bottom, bottom line is he did it to make his daughter a princess, which is just, like, it's cute and fucked up all at the same time. Um, and But here's the thing. Oh, he's from America. He's from America, and he just went over there and dropped the flag in the ground, and he said, I declared myself king. 
That's crazy. Well, it looks pretty big from the picture, actually. So, um, anyway, I was thinking that I've, I, I made a bet with Mark Budos. Yeah. Um, that I could never make an Olympic team. Yeah, oh, yeah, maybe you could be on his Olympic team. Maybe I could be on the North Sudan, like, bobsled team. That's or curling good. team. You should. I, I, I'd be on one of those teams with you. Yeah, let's just do curling. Um, oh, gentlemen, yeah, he said he would give me $1 million for a $1 bet. <laughs> that was, Yeah, you could totally pay for that. So that's a pretty good idea. I want to be on the badminton team. That'd be fun. Badminton. I'll be on the. Well, we get rocked. We get rocked. <laughs> we might win. Get, get gold for the. So anyway, like, or maybe you know the Prince of Monaco. Good at, um, what's the Canadian rock curling. thing? Curling. Curling. Yeah, I can that beat was, that. That was my suggestion. Just curling. Um. Mine's better. So anyway, uh, that's my idea, and I was I, my I was tossing it out to you. If you had a country, yeah, what would you call it? And if you could plan an Olympic sports team, which you've already sort of answered this, yeah. what would it be? Because you got to choose. You got to choose. I'd definitely call it not something else. I'd just give it a regular name. Yeah, what would you call it? I'd probably give it like a first person. Uh, I mean, a person's first name. Like, and it would be a girl. Maybe, like, uh... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Let's see. Grandmeister Parcel? No, uh, Khaleesi? I can't think of anything now. <laughs> she but... named it after a uh, character in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, anyway, I thought that was very interesting that this guy did this. Um, and then... Last but not least, before we get into the review roulette, did you see this week um, Marvel change the gender of Thor? Yeah, that's crazy. So I, they could, but they're going to? No, they have, and they've done it. I think it's coming out. That's weird. But they already have a Thor movie, don't they? So the, it's not going to affect the movie or the character in the movie, but from moving forward, the Thor comic book will be played by a female Thor character. Yeah, that is weird. I mean, I guess there's not that many female, like, people or whatever, comic heroes. Well, that's not true. There are plenty of female comic heroes. Is there? I mean, I didn't think there's that many that are, like, major. They're usually the minor ones. No, there's, like, there's always a female version of, like, one. There's, there, where there's Hulk, there's She-Hulk. Where there's Spider-Man, there's yeah, Spider-Woman. Like, yeah, Superman, Superwoman. Yeah, but my point is this. It's, like... Thor is from Norse mythology, okay? Yeah. It was a guy. Why do you need to change the... Why can't you just take another character from Norse mythology, use that <laughs> name, Athena, or whatever the hell? That's that's sexist. They can make it a girl if they want. <laughs> I just feel I like it's publicity stunt. That's true. I mean, it's like marketing. That was, it's a not bad idea. I mean, I'm completely supportive of having a 50-50 split with male-female characters in in comic books. Like, it doesn't have to be male-dominated. I'm, I mean, same with video games. Like, yeah, look I at, don't think so either. But look at, look at video games. Ninety-five percent of all major characters are men. And, yeah. And all the women in those games are always objectified. 
Always. <laughs> like, Laura Croft Tomb Raider, like, finally, this latest version kind of humanized her a little bit. They didn't give her size, like, triple, quadruple D uh, breasts. You remember the... People were complaining about that because, like, she was all, like, a powerful figure and stuff, and they're breaking her down because she, like, it's kind of failing and, like, having a hard time or whatever. Right, but have, we, have, have they ever played a video game? It's always hard. It's yeah, true. But that's what people were saying when I heard. Yeah, but that's... Then, see, this is my point. It gets very tricky. I mean, yeah, I just brought it up because, you know, that's what people say. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I don't know. Like, I played, Tomb, I played the Tomb Raider, the latest one. I have yeah. it um, for the Xbox One. And um, he... Uh, a he. Uh, uh, she's a, she is a, a very... Uh, the character, she's unsure of herself at the start. Yeah. And it's not because she's female. It's because she's not a freaking cold-hearted murderer. <laughs> and then she, is, like, she gets thrown into a situation where she has to like sneak around and kill people with arrows. Yeah. So like that goes for every game. If you're not accustomed to killing, the character is going to be perceived as a little bit weak. So, I mean, you ever played Gears of War or Halo 4? They're mercenaries who totally, kill people. Yeah. I know they totally are. Like, they're killing machines. Right. So, you know, I, I think people may be overreaching on that one. I think because, so. Because Uncharted, Uncharted 3 or whatever, and 2, the, the Uncharted series, which is my favorite series of all time. Um, really? Yeah. He, well, for action adventure, I think, like, Mario probably would be, like, my favorite. Uh, or Zelda, one of those. I like the Mario Galaxy. is my favorite Mario, but... Great game. It's good. Um, but yeah, he's like unsure of himself and making stupid comments and falling over his feet and and it's almost the same character, pretty much, and it's the same developer. Um, yeah. But it's good. I mean, whatever. Anyway, I'm not a huge fan of. I don't really care. I'm not going to read it either way. But you think it's dumb that they change it to a woman? I don't think it's dumb. I just think it's not necessary. I mean, what else are they going to do with the guy one anyways? I mean, it's mixing it up some, I guess. You know? Well, they also announced today that uh, Steve Rogers, Captain America in the comic book, is he's no longer Captain America. Really? Yeah, so they're giving it to um, Falcon. So Is that going to be a girl too? No, it's a black guy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so Captain America is going to be a black guy now. That's cool. Yeah. I See, mean... that makes sense to me. Because superheroes, like, in the sense that they are just normal people who do extraordinary things. Yeah. Not a Norse god, because that's the whole point of Thor. He's a fucking Norse god. <laughs> yeah. Like, all they have to do is put on a mask and a cape and or whatever, and then they could be that character. Like, yeah. anyone anyone could be Batman. Just because Bruce Wayne is Batman right now, ten years from now, it doesn't have to be Bruce Wayne. It could be another person, right? But because like, it's, like, the myth- mythological character that is a guy and then changing it to girl, it's messing with the too much you're saying? I'm saying it's not as it's not as convincing as other characters who would turn it to women. Uh, yeah, yeah, maybe I guess. Because I Captain America could totally be a girl. <laughs> like I would have less problems with that. I can see that. Hey, also, Tom says you would not win for North Sudan as on our fishing team if you noticed that. Well, luckily, <laughs> it's not a Olympic sport. Fishing isn't? No, there's no, no. That would be awesome if it was. It would be way too arbitrary and not based on skill. I know, because, exactly, because it's the fish there. Unless it was the exact same thing, right? The fish was always right there. I 
<laughs> but uh, in other news, semi-political, this next week in Seattle, they're closing down I-90, so it's going to be crazy trafficking. And the president is visiting on Tuesday, supposedly, so it's going to be totally not being able to move anywhere on the streets, it sounds like. It sounds like Eastern, Eastern, the east side, which for those who are not in the Pacific uh, Seattle area, which is on the other side of Lake Washington, there's only two bridges to come over, 520 and 90, or you could go around it or, you know. But, but just the freeways are going to be so jammed. It's going to be a bitch and a half. And then probably they're going to close the I-5 a bunch for the president to go on. Ugh, it's going to be a nightmare. I can't believe they, like, it's the same time. It's stupid. And then the Department of Transportation said that they didn't even know it was coming till like, today. So that I heard that was a lie. Really? I heard it was, like, spin. Because then people were like, now you can't charge tolls on 520. Yeah. But they were like, oh, we didn't know about it. But it, apparently that was, like, a lie. That's weird. But... No, because they're like, fuck that. We want the tolls. No, I mean, I think that they should pay... I don't see why they would do the tolls for free. They should do the tolls. But the president thing... Oh, oh, I thought you were talking about the tolls thing. No, yeah, the tolls are fine. I think that they should totally pay. I don't think yeah. they should change it to be free. Right, so there was a mini local controversy because I guess the person who's in charge of the tolling or the roads or whatever, she yeah. said she didn't know anything about it, but it was a lie because she talked about the closure a while back about and the tolling. No, I mean, the, the, they didn't know the president was coming. I know, but I'm just explaining what I thought you were talking about. Oh, yeah. There was like a mini controversy. But yeah, I could, I could understand. The president just shows up. Why not? I could get that. <laughs> He has the fucking president. He can do what the hell he wants. Yeah, it's crazy. So should we get into review roulette? Let's get into review roulette before I literally melt. I need so I'm almost ready to get stand up and leave this podcast for or this hangout or whatever we call this live YouTube show. YouTube show. YouTube show to get some water because that's how bad it is right now. I got my uh, I got my uh, ginger ale right here. Yeah, wonderful. Um, well, at least there'll be no threat of me having to urinate. Because I'm literally, I literally like have no worse of uh, usual. Yeah. Um, all right, let's Ooh. get into it. All right, everybody. Hey, everyone. This is uh, this is your job because I did a horrible job at it. Um, this is uh, this is uh, man. Now you ruined it. This is a feature of the show we call Review Roulette. Each week, Fresher, that's Jer Jeremy and that's myself, me. Parlance, uh, randomly select the title from the Netflix queue. Uh, we then watch that film and review it the following week. Last week, we selected the. Disney film, what is it called? Tinkerbell uh, and Tinkerbell the Great Fairy and Rescue. Fairy Rescue. Um, so, Tinkerbell and the Great Fairy Rescue. So, uh, Mr. Uh, Fresher, uh, how did you feel about this uh, film? I was so, at the beginning, it started out with some singing, and then I was like, oh man, this is a musical? Uh, that's way worse than I expected. But then it wasn't. That was like the only song was at the beginning, so that was a little better. They didn't have the budget, I don't think, to put in more songs. <laughs> I guess. But, uh, and then, um, I mean, it started out, it wasn't like too bad. It's like CG, so like it's, the animation's okay, I guess. I don't know. But like the story was like super dumb. Like, but what really got me, well, I guess we could go over like the plot or whatever. All right, so here's the plot. Here's the plot. Tinkerbell and all of her fairy friends are going to fairy camp. Why yeah, they need to go to fairy camp, who knows? Yeah. Tinkerbell, being curious and all... Uh, I didn't, yeah, I also right. didn't know that Tinkerbell was called Tinkerbell because she tinkers with stuff. Yeah, I didn't know I that. Guess, and 
fixes stuff or something because she's all like, how's that uh, thing painter working for you? And like, oh, it's working great, Tink. <laughs> I also didn't know that uh, humans, when they hear fairies speak, sound like bells. Yeah, I did not know that either. Except for they still understand English. They just can't speak it. That's weird. Humans, maybe humans can't understand it. We don't understand it. I, yeah, I don't know. But they understand humans. Yes. They're That's fairies, it. dude. Fairies understand fairies. And humans. <laughs> but yeah, so she's hanging They're out with... They're magical, dude. Humans camp. are magical. Sorry, but she's going to camp. She and her friend decide to, I don't know, what, go out and do a little reconnaissance or just walk around or whatever. Because well, she's, like, she's like, are there human houses around here? And then, like, everyone's like, well, yeah, but we're not supposed to talk to him. And then, they're like, you know, she, like, goes off because she wants to find the human stuff because she likes looking at it. She goes to look at the car because the car drives up, and she's, like, trying to figure out how the car works after it's parked. She's like, I think it runs on lightning because she's flying in the engine compartment and everything. Right. She's like, oh, yeah, and she's all impressed it's a horseless carriage or whatever. Then her friend goes to find her to, like, be like, you can't be in here, we're too close to the humans. But then on their way back, they find, like, a fairy house, which a little girl had made. And Tinkerbell goes into the house to look around and, like, oh, this stuff's so nice or whatever. And then the her fairy friend, who's a jerk, slams the door on her and is like, oh, you're stuck in there now or whatever. But then the door really won't open. And the girl comes back and takes the fairy house and, like, has Tinkerbell trapped or whatever. And that's how the rescue starts. Because then they go back to her house or whatever. And her dad is a archaeologist or something. So not Tinkerbell's dad. The little girl's dad is a yeah. like is a studier of butterflies and bugs. I think orthonography, maybe? I don't oh, know. Yeah. And so he anyway, like, keeps going back to London or whatever. Well yeah, he and which by the way, London was pretty close to this field. Yeah, I mean, it was I, super close. So anyway, um they he finds a butterfly which the the fairies had missed spray painted, but apparently butterflies are given their colors by fairies. Yeah. Um, oh, and also, like, they all had dubious accents. All the fairies had different types of accents that weren't really accents, which was really weird. They sounded kind of Irish, but kind of British. I don't know. It was, and then, like, one of them was kind of Southern, but kind of still British. It was weird. So anyway, the father is kind of inattentive to his daughter. He's a single parent. He's all caught up in his work. So the little girl finds the fairy, and she wants to show her father, oh, look what I found, but then realizes that he kills the butterflies, and he has no time for her, and he kind of shushes her away. He, she, she can't get the fairy in front of him, and then also Tinkerbell doesn't want to be introduced because she sees this, this guy's a monster. Yeah. Um, so anyway, long story short, it's raining out. The little girl releases um, her Tinkerbell and says, I'm sorry, you could just go now. It's raining out. Fairies can't fly when it's raining. Didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, oh, it was super dumb. So, like, the fairy dust totally makes stuff fly because she makes the girl fly later or whatever. But why can't they just, like, make themselves fly with the fairy dust? That's super dumb. It's too... It's so stupid. And plus, they're, like, flying on dishes and stuff that right. they sprinkle fairy dust on on accident. But they still can't fly in the rain. I know, but the girl who has fairy dust... Flies in the rain later in the sh in the episode when yeah. she has to go save the other fairy. So anyway, horrible consistent. Like, yeah, yeah. So anyway, the little girl um, Tinkerbell doesn't leave, can't leave. They become friends, and Tinkerbell teaches this little girl through dingalingalinging and miming, and the little girl creates a field guide of fairies. Yeah. Also, I didn't know why Tinkerbell just didn't like write it out in words. It seems like she could do that. Yeah, I know. I don't know. This plot was stupid. 
The more I talk about it, the more I hate this movie. I know. So anyway, um, the little fairies... Yeah, the little fairies... Yeah, go ahead. You go, you go, you go, you go. So all the little fairies get together. The little fairy that pushed her in and shut the door or whatever fesses up and says, I pushed her in there. I feel responsible. We have to save her. They have an adventure. They work their way to... Because they can't fly in the rain, so they have to make a boat and stuff. Yeah, it's just it's just stupid. And then they get there finally after some trials and tribulations, almost getting run over, almost going over a waterfall, which was just essentially a puddle with a drop. And then um, the, they get there. Uh, they their wings are wet. I so guess. They can't fly. So they can't fly. So they use plates and spray dust everywhere, and uh, uh, and they enact a rescue mission. Then yeah. the father finds the fairy Tinkerbell. Yeah, and the 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 uh, the fairy who set up Tinker and to start it separate like jumps and saves Tinkerbell, but she gets caught by the in the, a jar, yeah, in a jar, yeah. And he wants yeah. to bring it back to the museum. So finish that. Now you can finish it up. Oh yeah. So he wants to. He captures the fairy after they come to rescue him. But he has it in a jar. He tries to go back to the museum, and then uh, they're all like chasing him. Oh, and then they give the girl like fairy dust or whatever, and so she flies. She flies all the way to London to beat her father into the thing, and then they, like, sabotage his car, because, so, like, Tinkerbell, like, oh, I, I remember this. It was lightning. So she pulls the wire out or whatever, and then he, like, still runs to the um, to the museum and is about to go in, but then, like, she finally catches him, like, flies over to him, and uh, in the middle of London, like, there's nobody there to, like, see them flying and stuff. All yeah, there was, of the there was like, are right there. Nobody even on the street. There was like yeah. one horse carriage. That was it. Yeah, and then like, and they're all sparkling and like super bright and stuff. And uh, then the father like finally real like he's like, no, I guess this is bad because these are people and the friends or I don't know something like that. And the, like the whole thing basically boiled down to that uh, you need to like believe like I, I yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, Tinkerbell just says, you don't have to understand, you just have to believe. It's like the worst advice. I feel like this like is super anti-science. That's my, over, my overall thing of this movie, because I think it's not a good message for kids. Because the whole thing is just about, like, you know, the, her dad is, like, a scientist, and, he, oh, yeah, she gives him, she gives her, I mean, the dad gives the daughter a journal to, like, be able to journal stuff because he's really into like categorizing and the scientific method and is explaining it the whole time. But then, you know, she has this fairy here and the fairies, you know, they like paint they paint the butterflies. They're saying like, the fairies make the seasons change. And like, when she says like, oh yeah, no, fairies make the seasons change. Like Tinkerbell said, I mean, she's like, I thought it was the way that the earth rotated around the sun. And she's like, no, we set it up so you'd think that. <laughs> and then like, and the dad, in the end, who was the scientist, is convinced at the end, and that's the part where he says, you don't have to understand, you just have to believe. Like, that's ridiculous. This is, like, super anti-science. It's, like, a horrible message for just to think that it's fairies and, like, not actually go into, like, why things work and totally overlook. I mean, it, it would have been different if it was, like, a normal family or something, but the guy was a scientist trying to convince her of the science, and he's like, these things aren't real. Like, you should study real things, but then the fairies turn out to be real. And, like, oh, I guess throw everything out the door. Like, I guess it was wrong or something. I don't know. I thought that was super dumb. All right, so if I were to remake this movie... Yeah. Little girl catches um, Tinkerbell. Because it's a dad. 
Dad takes it to the, the museum, dissects and murders Tinkerbell, <laughs> and releases some sort of crazy magic fairy disease that wipes out all of humanity. No more seasons, no more rainbows, no more grass oh, yeah, growing. Yeah, they had the, the light ones, uh, the light fairies, like, make rainbows and stuff. It's like a bunch of ridiculous stuff. I don't know. I would yeah. think it would be better, like, to, you know, he makes a fairy disease that kills all the fairies and then all that stuff doesn't work. We can get back to normal. Yeah, and then he has to he has to use genet- his genome sequencing that he'd also worked on to, to bring back fairies, but he, like, uses frog DNA because it was closer, like Jurassic Park, yeah. and, uh, they, and then all of a sudden fairies are rulers of Earth. They're fairy overlords of Earth yeah. now rule over humans. But, so... Yeah, the story was... That was a terrible... I'm sorry. Whatever. <laughs> but the story was uh, pretty dumb, pretty generic. The message, I thought, was the worst. The animation was okay. There's just CG, though. I mean, it would have been kind of cool to see in 3D. Like, it, lo- it was like RA animation. And, uh, yeah, the message is the main thing. But So what are you going to rate it? What's your rating? One. One? Two. Two. Okay, I gave it a two also. I mean, because I, like, I, I mean, it was a kid's movie, but, like, I don't know. Yeah. So I've, seen, I've seen better kid's movies. Yeah, me too. But it was solid. And just knowing how much people like fairies and, like, this, like, Tinkerbell and stuff, it kind of is disappointing that it's, like, I don't know. It, I think mostly just bothers me that her dad was a scientist, and then they totally went. Like, if it was a normal family, that would be fine. But, like, they're, like, going it's directly against science. Like, well, if it was a normal really. family, then there would be no threat of the fairy being sent to, like, a museum to be, like, pinned up on a wall. I know mean, there would be, like, they'd want to give it to them or, or, like, sell it. or I mean, it's like every heist movie where they don't care about the artifacts. They just want it for the money. Right, I see. So greedy dad. Yeah, it should be a greedy dad. That seems like a way better message because you're saving him from a greedy person, not from, like, a scientist. But anyways, that's my take. So it's a solid two. We gotta pick the next one for next week. Let's pick the next one. So should we go with a different uh, algorithm? What are you thinking? Like I just rotten tomato fresh, but should we do a subcategory this time? We've been all over the place recently. I don't know. What are you thinking? Uh, let's see. Rotten tomato subcategory. Wait, I don't even see this. Oh, see the subcategory anymore. Rotten Tomato Fresh. No, I think you have to do an actual... Category? Category, yeah. Uh, how about... How about I don't understand. Fresh? Why was this movie Rotten Tomato Fresh? That is I know, weird. right? Seriously. Sci-Fi Fantasy. All right. Sci-Fi Fantasy... That was some bravado right there. So I got one. Ooh! Oh, it's a good one. It's This is a good movie, but I've already seen it. What'd you get? Super good movie. Barbarella. I got Europa Report. What is, what is that? Have you seen, you've seen Barbarella, right? Long time. I mean, yeah, a while back. But yeah, I mean, I've seen it. Jane Fonda is in that, right? Uh, probably. Yeah, Jane Fonda. So here's the here's my thing. 
In this nail-biting thriller, a private space exploration company sends six astronauts to determine whether Europa, one of Jupiter's moons, can sustain life, and what they find terrifies and transforms them. That sounds pretty good. I think we have a winner. All right, there it is. Europa report. Cool. Jeff stopped by too. Hey, to Jeff. Hi. Oh, wait, hold on. Talk so I can see him. Oh, yeah, this is uh, Jeff. He's, like, stopping by. He's been meowing in the background. I'm sure you can hear. But, uh, he's looking cute. He's looking cute. Hey, Jeff. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> What's your answer? He's looking around. Yeah, he's, he doesn't look... He looks a little confused, really, honestly. He's a little confused. I guess you can see uh, he got a lion cut. He's kind of, like... Whoa, look at that lion cut. Kind of liony. But, all right. So Europa. Europa Report. Europa Report. Yeah. For next week. Europa Report. Sweet. So uh, anything else you want to cover for this week? Probably good. Probably good. We went over a lot of stuff. We went over everything. Everything we wanted to talk about. Everything. Hey, how do you spell Europa? E U R O P A. E U R O P A. Cool. So everyone, if you want to watch uh, Europa Report and follow along with us next week, I'm sure yeah, it'll be actually, I'll try to update the site so you can actually see what it is without having to get to this part. But yeah. usually I don't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, frankly, don't even watch it. Don't even watch it. <laughs> Does it not look good? I don't know. I mean, it got an 80% fresh rating. I think it seems. I think it sounds cool. I'm excited to see it, kind of. I hope it's not too scary. I hope it's not too scary, too. I don't like scary movies. <laughs> um, I personally have avoided scary movies, except for the week that I knew I wasn't going to be here when I picked the scary movie. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it was pretty ridiculous. Uh, so I think I think we're through for the week. Uh, thank you, Mr. Fresher, for participating in episode number twenty-eight. I really thank appreciate you, you being Parlance for also participating in episode number twenty-eight. You're an excellent partner and co-conspirator in this endeavor we call the Fresher and Parlance Show. I'm Likewise. glad you, I'm glad you could be here every week, and I'm glad you, the one viewer, stuck through this whole episode. I mean, they, they, yeah, it's like it's an honor to have viewers. It is an honor to serve you, Mr. Viewer. We're doing this show for the public. Ooh. We're getting tweets all over the place. <laughs> um, so hopefully it will cool down. I will, I and, and I won't melt next week when we do this thing. Um, and so this is Parland saying toodaloo. This is Fresher signing out. Ow! Yes, I